Now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose. Hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 273 of the Department of Defense. I'm your host, Casey. Joining me as always is Carlos. Yeah, it's almost like I live here. Almost, man. <laughs> almost, almost. And Brian. Hello. And Gordon. Howdy. And then we have two special guests in the studio. We have John from, uh, what is the name of your hop farm? From Stonehill Farm. All right. And Eric from? St. Croix Valley Hops. All right. Yeah, we got some hop growers in here, and hopefully we'll be drinking some hops today on the show. We'll see how it goes. I don't know. <laughs> you drink beer, not hops. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's how it depends on how pretentious and beard douchey you are. <laughs> Indeed. Like, oh, yeah. You can drink of those hops. That's pretty good. Pretty Not good. very. <laughs> All right. Before we get too deep here, I want to give a shout out to our patrons, uh, specifically Black Belt patron Andy Thompson. He is a glorious, glorious man who lives on top of a mountaintop and looks down <laughs> at all lesser beings. Uh, if you'd like to be as awesome as Andy, head on over to patreon.com slash blindnewstudios and become a patron today. Uh, and if you're going to do any Amazon shopping, head over to blindnewstudios.com, click on the Amazon link at the bottom of our homepage. Do your Amazon shopping as normal. We get a bit of a kickback from Amazon. It really helps us out. Super easy for you to do. Just bookmark that link, too. You can, And then you just hit that button. And it's one click instead of three. Man. So there you I, did, uh, I did not know Mount Olympus was on the West Coast. Well, it's wherever Andy is. St. <laughs> <Saint> Helens. <laughs> no, that see that was the mountain that they had to bulldoze to put a to put a mountain Olympus there. There's so. like half of it there. Well, yeah, no, it, like it, it was just a whole thing, like gentrification of a mountain. It's yeah, it's, they're they're gonna put a parking lot there, but there was after like they took the mountain down, like it wasn't room for a Walmart. So I mean, a Walmart with a McDonald's inside of it. Yeah, they have those. <laughs> I thought that was well. Maybe that was. That which one, wait, which, which oh, one? No, it's Target, well, I mean, that, Target's the one. I think. That's no, what no, I'm, no, no. That's Walmart what I'm has for. McDonald's. <laughs> oh. Target, I think it's like uh, Starbucks. Starbucks. That's it. Oh, I mean, if I'm gonna go America and go into a Walmart, I'm gonna. I want full America. I want Walmart and McDonald's. I want like a cheeseburger helmet. Yeah, it just holds it there so I can. <laughs> while I'm walking, there be around. a rock and roll band too. <laughs> <laughs> but only if it's from the '70s. Like, uh-huh. yeah. All I right, Carlos, what have you been up to this week, man? Uh, just classwork. Not a whole lot. Been playing video games. That's about it. All right. That was... That was a very exciting week for me. That was shitty. All right. Uh, <laughs> Brian. That was like the shortest... Yeah, I like... Carlos, what have you been up to ever, I, I think. <laughs> well, last time, like last week, I like started going on about something. Everybody like started, oh, it doesn't, no, it doesn't matter. I think it was like mad or something. It was like, it was like all right, well, I'm done then. <laughs> well, I mean, if that's what's going to keep you down. Yeah. <laughs> Right? Oh boy. Um let's see. Well, working on the Shandy product at the at the old Oh yeah, the brewery Shandy Shandy. And uh had measured the concentrate and the concentrate was about uh 14 bricks off. It was uh almost I don't know, bricks and play-doh are pretty close. So, if that gives you any kind of indication, but it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. So what does bricks measure? Uh, measures the sugar and the water solution, essentially, okay. All right. like the weight of it. And uh, so this concentrate the, of this lemon so- sour soda, you know, like lemon, basically lemonade concentrate kind of um, was not as heavy as we thought. So we had to kind of scramble around and 
delayed delayed it a little bit. Yeah, I thought the uh, like the concentrate would have been pretty consistent. Wouldn't yeah. like <laughs> as far as sugar yeah. content. Guess not. Yeah. Uh, in any case, uh, that and then we'll release uh, Hop and Barrel Light beer pretty soon. I can't remember if I. Yeah, I think you mentioned that I mention last that? week. Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll release that, and um, it's going really well in the tap room. We did seven barrels of it, and it's just vanishing. So um, we're going to go ahead and put it into production and in cans. Awesome. Yeah, labels look awesome. Anyway, yeah, All right. that's about it. All right, sounds good. Gordon? Nothing too crazy. Uh, just saw that new superhero movie, Shazam, today. Oh, yeah? How was that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, no. Was it fun? <laughs> Another failed DC project. Well, oh, no. Oh, go figure. I, was it a fun kids movie? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. I, yeah. Uh, it, it's worth getting, if it goes to Netflix or Amazon or anything like that, sure, even on DVD, why not? But I wouldn't uh-huh. waste, you know, $10 on a movie ticket. Yeah, I got my Endgame tickets, though. Me too, man. Eight ten at Alamo. Uh, I can't remember I what got that on my calendar. Something on mine's on my calendar, but... Yeah. All right. Anything else, Gordon? Ah, that's about it. All right. John, uh, what have you been up to since the last time you've been on the show? I think hey. it's been a few months yeah, now, hasn't it? November. Yeah, it's, uh, it's mud season out at the farm right now. So, <laughs> Doing a little... so you, got, you got the pit set up with the wrestlers and everything? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's mostly been uh, equipment maintenance and uh, got time to do a little brewing. I did a... Uh, did a honey uh, vanilla cream ale this week, but nothing on the scale of what Brian would do, though. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to count bricks or whatever? No. <laughs> Classic Carlos. <laughs> I know, I've been on a couple of brewing podcasts with you guys. Yeah. Never once have I heard about bricks. <laughs> it sounds like something you made up for this episode. <laughs> I honestly want to know what Carlos is picturing oh, in his head is, right now. This is going to be a thing now. <laughs> well, it's a summer shame. So I'm picturing like bricks of like lemon or whatever <laughs> like lemon bars no yeah. carlos this isn't, oh, a, fan- this le- isn't like, a fantasy land not like a like not a lemon bar like a literal bar of lemons <laughs> it's no. just been compressed now yeah. no we're not living in a candy and you're, crush but you're world. five bricks off though no. <laughs> you had to go over to the pallet and get five more <laughs> just dump them in that's all, all right uh, anything else john no it's about it all just right. uh, waiting for things to dry out all right. Uh, well, Eric, welcome to the show for the first time. As well, you can you. tell, it's uh, <laughs> it's super uh, serious. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you want to just uh, let people know a little bit about who you are and what you do, and um, I'm a specialty crop grower in Saint Croix Falls. I grow a lot of cut flowers, um, hops. I grow some dill for uh, Aquavie done up in New Richmond. Um, cool. Right now, I'm my last week. I've been like John, waiting for things to dry out. And when I do that, I guess I've been playing with bricks myself. Um, I've been <laughs> tapping a few maple trees and just watching that hydrometer and making. See, sure he knows what bricks is, is right where it should. Be. <laughs> 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 bricks are. Yeah, Carlos, bricks are made from trees. Yep. <laughs> it's a wooden brick. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, man. All right. Uh, let's see. This week, uh, I've been dealing with a lot of shit at work. We're getting we're doing a security audit, so that's super fun. There's mm. been a lot of bullshit paperwork stuff. Uh, other than that, I've been playing with my new 3D printer. 
which has been a blast. Oh. Yeah, I've been printing things, like, got a bunch of minis here. They're super neat and nifty. They're little, tiny, little dudes. Yeah. This, this one's a bear. Um, but then I also, uh, I printed something useful. Uh, I made a little knob for the end of my uh, uh, CO2 regulator, because it was just a little, like, uh, screw, screw for the with the screwdriver, and I made a little knob that I could slip on there and... What a time to be alive. I know, right? <laughs> I can print knobs. <laughs> Why didn't you offer print off some bricks for Brian, though? <laughs> he didn't ask. <laughs> oh, can I, can I have some bricks? Because what I'm going to do with them is throw them at Carlo. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to get you one brick. It's going to be Brian's brick. Yeah. <laughs> you give me that bell, and I'll, I'll condition him every time. And I'll be dang you know, you the could, uh, you could uh, print off your own Lego, br- Lego bricks, but I, I guess you can't call them Lego. You'd have to go with Mega Blocks. <laughs> Pavlov's Carlos. I think Mega Blocks is... I know, it's taken. <laughs> yeah. But like, they're not going to sue you, though. They probably I mean, they would. Yeah, I want knockoff Legos. <laughs> That's what I want. Um, but yeah, so other than that, uh, what have I been up to this week? Uh, we drove to South Dakota and back yesterday. That what? was fun. Yeah, I went to go see my grandma. Oh. But uh, watched. Uh, we made my mom drive down, so my dad and I sat in the back and watched movies this time instead of <laughs> my mom sitting in the back and watching movies. Well, she drove we, there and back? No, just down there. Right. And then dad drove back and I... Sat in the passenger seat to keep him company. But uh, we watched uh, Lethal Weapon. I hadn't seen Lethal Weapon in a very long time. Hans Gruber? No, no that's, that's, that's not. <laughs> that's Die Hard. <laughs> Oops. Uh, I just wanted to say Hans Gruber. <laughs> well, yeah, I forgot... Uh, I forgot how much Mel Gibson ass was in that movie. There's just a lot of Mel Gibson oh, ass Lord. in that movie. Uh, <laughs> how was his accent? Because... When he was, you know, like a younger actor, didn't he's, he's he's Australian, isn't he? Yeah, it was it was okay. I mean, he's opposite Danny Glover, so anything he says is is not going to be as good. I'm too old for this shit. Yep. Uh, but yeah, no. So that was fun. Uh, and then yeah, just got ready for the show today, so nothing yeah. super exciting. Uh, Carlos, which beer should we try first? Uh, well, let's go with that top one since you know it's on the top. On the top. Well, then we're gonna go with the bottom one. We can do that. It's <laughs> more work for you. It does not affect me at all. all. Right, so going around right now, we have a Lion's Paw Lager from Fernson Brewing in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Picked this up on my trip at a gas station. Do they have Pinot Grigio in a can there? <laughs> <laughs> they favorite. may have. I don't know. Uh, yeah, so let's see if I can pull up the... Uh, we have a saying around the brewery, uh, pluck a thorn from the paw of a lion and you'll have a companion for years. We took a recipe that could uh, have been aggressive and made it smooth. Even with its intense copper color and distinct maltiness, you might be surprised when something that roars so loudly is tame enough to be your new sidekick lager. Uh, 4.5%, 24 IBUs, um, uses Hollertau, um, and the malt variety, malts in here are Munich... Pills, uh, Vienna, and then uh, C35. Hmm. So it is from South Dakota. It's from Sioux Falls, then. I said that. I know you did, but I was just confirming that. Like, <laughs> I was just wondering, because you had told me that you had picked this up at some gas station, some random gas station on the way uh, to or from South Dakota. Picked it up in a gas station in Brandon, South Dakota, just outside of Sioux Falls. Oh. No, is that specific enough for you? So it had like two gas pumps then, right? It, it was had the- four. Four? Yeah. Could they afford that? That's a... (laughs) (laughs) It's a new addition. All right. Carlos, why don't you tell me about this beer instead of shitting on South Dakota? I mean, I can (laughs) shit on South Dakota all day because, you know, that's fun. But I can also drink beer because that's also fun. Uh, I'm trying to get the smell right now. 
Hmm. So this is a, what kind of beer? This is just a uh, lager? It just says lager. 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 It's a lot of uh, red-hued malts in this. But it's not suit like it's a little coppery, but it's not as red as I thought it would be. It's got a good with amount the, of with the bill, yeah. I don't know. We don't know what the percentages uh, are. Yeah, got a good amount of flavor for it, a lager. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just can't pick up any smell though. Is your nose plugged? It is not plugged today. Okay. All right, mm-hmm. Ryan. Um. So right after I poured it, I got uh, a nice zip of uh, some kind of American hop variety, um, and then. Probably Cascade or something along those lines. And a little bit of, uh, like, Vienna Munich malt on the nose. Um, good flavor, so high, probably high mash temp. Um, for four and a half, the body's really nice. Um, good lager character on the yeast. Clean ferment, no off flavors. Pretty fucking good, man. All right. John? I'm not a professional beer uh, sensory describer, Perfect. but I like it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Use whatever words you feel yep. comfortable. <laughs> For example, I like it. <laughs> Eric? I'd say a uh, good, easy drinking beer. All right. Uh, make sure that you get in front of it. Yep. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> it's good. It's, it's hard because then you're trying to look at people, too, yep. and there's yep. this thing in your face. Takes some getting used to. For sure. <clears throat> All right, Gordon? It's American lager. It's fine. <laughs> it's like my least favorite style. I don't know where you're getting just American lager out of this, man. I don't well, know. It was, was brewed in America, you? and it says lager. Is he on one of the cameras? He looks mad right now. <laughs> he looks real, real pissy. Uh, since it's holler tower, I'm going to, so holler tower, holler towel, and mittel. Hallertown Middle Fruit. Oh, they did say that. That's yeah, all I was wrong. Hallertown Middle Fruit. With Munich, Pilsner, Vienna, and uh, Caramel Malts. C35. Yeah. Yeah, it's, no, it's, it, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just I don't care for the lager style. It's not high enough ABV for him. It's not there's double that. digits. There's that too, probably. <laughs> it's too sessionable. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't this even... is the first time you've actually been right using that term. I'll <laughs> <laughs> well, put one of the, the wind cover uh, for Gordon. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I, I really like this beer. I like lagers. Uh, this is good, clean lager. It's uh, like super drinkable. There's a really nice body to it. Um, yeah, it's it's good. We have another beer coming around. I don't care. All right, I'm just letting you know. <laughs> All right, Carlos, give me a number. I think this beer is a solid seven. All right, Brian? Oh, man. If you feel like numbering. I feel like I always get influenced by your number. By Carlos's number? No. Your, I would hope not. No, your number, Casey. Uh, but you always go before me. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> like, after the fact. Oh, after the fact, yep. Uh... Man, I'm gonna hit this one off with an with an eight and a half. I think I'm I'm really liking it. All right. Uh, so we we give it a number out of ten, and it's all based on personal preference, not not two style or whatever, just how you like it. So it's a ten on your pa- like out of ten on your palate. So John, I'll give it a solid nine. Yeah. All right, Eric, I'll give it a seven. Seven. All right, Gordon, I'll give it a six. All right, I am. I'm gonna give it an eight. I really like this beer. Um, I, I mean, I, but I don't know what I'd change about it. Maybe I should go higher. Yeah, I should go higher. I'd give it an eight and a half. Ah, 
nine. I'm gonna give it a nine. Whoa, it's it's, it's clean. Right. It's See, I, I don't know what I'm gonna change about it. I almost like, went nine. I got influenced by John. He was so he was he was he was so sure with his nine. It seemed like the right number. I used to know I'm so persuasive. <laughs> All right, uh, so going around right now is another uh, beer from Fernson. Uh, I picked this one up. Uh, so the canning date on the lager was, I believe it was packaged 119, and this is uh, 219, so February uh, 20th around there. Um, so, yeah, like, we're not super old, not pretty, not super pretty, fresh. Well, yeah, fresh as far as... As far as some of the stuff that we've had. See, well, yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. So uh, this is an American IPA coming in at seven percent. Uh, let's see if they have the list of all the things in here. All right. Seven. Uh, let's. All right. The hunter who chases two rabbits uh, catches neither one. Until now, in pursuit of an IPA that doesn't wear out your palate, we created Fernson IPA with the hop character you expect, balanced by a malty backbone, uh, smooth and not overly bitter. We are proud to offer an India Pale Ale made in South Dakota. The hunt is over. All right, so Shy Giant here. Uh, color Deep Straw, Malt, Two-Row, Munich, and A-Caramel. It doesn't say which one. Hops are Belma, Centennial, and Mosaic. I don't think I've heard of Belma. It's got a quote in the can that uh, is, <laughs> I set my fear of the giant aside and found he was kind as his shoulders were wide. Is that like a quote from Big Friendly Giant or something like that? No, that's like the, the standing on the shoulders of giants thing. You know what I mean? But you can't forget that you're on a giant, otherwise I'll smoosh you. It's like like standing on the shoulder of a giant, like like learning from the best. That's a quote about that? that sounds I, like, that's what I, I don't know. All right. I don't know, maybe the... Maybe the, the I, I, I thought that like standing on the shoulders of giants was as far as they needed to take that. Oh <laughs> well, no, I mean, you got, like, what else are you going to do with a philosophy degree? <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, well... I don't know, then start taking quotes from Big Friendly Giant and start using that. Like what? What? What about? Uh, what? What's the? What's the beverage where the bubbles go the wrong direction? I do not know what you're talking about. In BFG, like they have their their carbonation goes down. I never, and it causes them to fart. I never read the book. I just know that it exists. Okay. <laughs> That's why I asked if it was a quote from the book. Can I saw we talk about the beer. Uncultured. Uh, I don't know. There's something about this uh, IPA I actually don't like. I'm trying to put my finger on what it is. I don't know, it like the smell seemed fine, but like something about the taste, maybe it was the like the hops or whatever, or um, something that they use in it. Like I just, I don't know, I don't like something about this. Brian, um, I'm gonna keep my stuff to a minimum. Uh, I wish, I, I wish there was a little bit. Better nose on it, but that could be because of the age, and then the blend is a little muddled. Mm-hmm. You can't pick up any. Yeah, I'm not really. Nothing's really poking out, and then there's kind of a a weird bitterness to it. There's, there's, yeah, there's a weird character on the end. I think that's what Carlos is picking out. Yeah, I get like grapefruit bitterness off of it. <laughs> there's a little, there's, like, there's a little some pithy, like, like, yeah, lime, and and it's it's bitter in a weird way. And there's like, like a like 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 the white stuff in an orange. Right, exactly. Like the the white rind, like that's what it's kind of going into for me, and it's kind of leaving a sour taste in my mouth. John, yeah, that's what I was seeing the like a grapefruit rind or something. It was it's it's uh, got a bitterness, but not totally in a real pleasant way. Um, mm-hmm. Is the only way I can think to describe it. Eric, 
may have got a little mosaic right away and it went away. And, <laughs> Just kind of vanished. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, I'm with Eric. The mosaic is there and then immediately the grapefruit, pithy, whatever coming forward. Yeah. My my first like my first whiff of this, I'm like, oh, this is gonna be good. And then it wasn't. And now I'm sad. Like there's it's it seems like on the thinner side. Um, like I would like a little bit more body. I don't like that, like that grapefruit rind, that, that pithiness, that whatever that weird, like sour bitterness is on the end. I don't like that. And it leaves me just kind of just bummed. You know, if we drank these beers in the other order, I'd have given that first beer a higher score. (laughs) Let's just put it that way. Seriously? Yeah. No, I I would have given that first beer a better score. Why? Just the comparison from uh, from, the, <laughs> from this beer that like uh, like, let's, well, what score are you gonna give it now? I'm gonna give it a this one is the one that we just drank a five. I'm gonna give it a five. I don't really want to take it any lower just because I don't know if uh, this is the way like it was intended. I don't know if like I want to know what giant they're standing on. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe they're, maybe they're under it. I don't know. <laughs> they stood on the shoulders of the wrong giant. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to give it a five. <laughs> All right, Brian. Uh, um, there were no off flavors, um, but I kind of a lot of the, what I put into my rating has to do with if I could drink more than one. Um, I'm not super interested in drinking one. Um, so I'm just I'm gonna I'm gonna five it. I don't really know how yeah. else to. No five is I mean, that's an acceptable else, number. How else to do it? I mean, I just it's not. Like, there are no off flavors. It is beer. I'll, I'll just leave it at that. All right, John? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with Brian. It, it seems like they didn't really mess up. It's just not my thing, and so I'm going to say, like, a five. All right. Eric? And since an IPA isn't really my thing, I'll go with a four. All right. I, Gordon? I'll be the dissenting minority here and give it a seven and a half. Really? Gordon likes this beer. Yeah. Well, there's, there's plenty of it. Yeah. <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> I like the bitter IPA kind of thing. It's I, don't know. I do too, but not in that way. I don't like yeah. Because you you've had my double IPAs. They're always super bitter. A couple bitter. times. A couple times. <laughs> How many did you drink at the anniversary party? Twelve. Yeah, twelve. Twelve or uh, might have been more because I was talking to somebody well, and they got bought me a the couple beers. And, and yeah, we ain't broke it. Yeah, we broke it. Yeah, <laughs> I felt fine the next day. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna give it a five. Like like everyone's kind of saying, there's nothing wrong with it. Uh, well, no, I take that back. There is something wrong with it. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> That's wrong with it. Uh, but yeah, I'll still give it a five. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I guess I can't like every beer, but it's I should. A good damn it, sessionable lawnmower and beer. There is nothing sessionable. Nor lawn mowy about this beer. I mean, it might taste a bit like lawn. I was going to say, seven percent. Gordon, sessionable my ass. <laughs> Fuck nugget. <laughs> and now the Department of Defense presents news with Casey. That's me. A flight instructor at the Lawrenceburg Lawrence. Uh, County Airport took an unusual ride to career day at Lawrence County High School. He took a plane. 
The instructor went, uh, was scheduled to participate in the career day at the school. He was going to fly his plane to the school as a display. Apparently, when he got near the school, he realized there was no place to land the plane near the school. Because, apparently, high schools don't have runways. Uh, the pilot then decided to land on Highway 43, a five-lane highway north of Lawrenceburg, and then drove the plane to the school on the highway. The Tennessee Highway Patrol and FAA are investigating the incident. That's supposed to be for emergencies. <laughs> you know what? Career day is an emergency, damn it. Where was this again? Tennessee. Uh, that, almost Florida. Like there, the- is, there is literal <laughs> dash cam. There, there's, there's dash cam footage of this, <coughs> of, of an SUV following this plane, like, as it's landing on the highway, and then they follow it to the school. Just to see. I mean, it must not be a very busy highway, or what time of day was it? Did he talk to the Midday? school beforehand? Like, was this a thing that, like he texted? Yeah, like, no, he, he was scheduled to do career day. So, everybody dropped the ball. Like, they knew he was going to fly a plane in. <laughs> no, no, not everybody dropped the ball. The, the licensed pilot, who is a flight instructor... Who teaches other pilots dropped the ball. Oh no! There's nobody else at blame here. I know. Like you might have assumed, like like maybe they had like a field at like in by no, the school. No, 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 no. So he, like what, a big soccer field or what something. What you're saying is you that, have to file a flight plan with the FAA yeah. before you take off. Wait, wait, wait. There was like so you didn't even don't? file you any don't. flight plan. You Uh-oh. don't. I found in if you're a commercial flight, yes. But I was talking to a guy. I brought him up before. He built a plane in his garage. Like, oh yeah, that's who I'm going to trust. Garage guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, you don't have to. You don't have to schedule a flight plan. Garage plane man totally knows the laws. Well, I don't wait know. Wait a minute. Sounds... If you fire a rocket, yes, that's that why it, coming on the If show. you if you're like a rocket hobbyist, model rockets, and you fire one into the air, which is fine as long as you don't try to do it on government owned property like Arizona flat earth. No, but do. you have like for you have drones to tell over them. a certain you have size, to be like, you have to hey, fly, file flight plans, and for, and you need some kind of FAA. Clear to fly said drones, I yep, thought. Yeah, oh. uh, yeah. Uh, one of our listeners, Thomas, uh, is a licensed. Drone yeah, there pilot. was a guy that took a bunch of, you know, like drone footage of the brewery uh, when we opened up. Yep. Yeah, and you have to file flight plans and all that. So stuff. Thomas has to file flight plans. Yep. That sounds like weird. Fun, but I want to double check. So that sounds like weird. I talked for like to him a, last year. It was fine. For one of the, for one of those like uh, things, just because like, oh yeah, this field right here, that's my flight plan. This is entire field. I'm gonna be well, over it's, it. it's one of the. I think I think it might be if you're traveling over a distance. Right. How like a big was or going over a certain height? Um, it was big enough to take up three lanes of a five lane highway. That's not a very big plane. It's not a very big plane. I can understand. But still, I don't see what all the fuss is about. <laughs> it's a fucking airplane <laughs> landing on the highway. So, That's uh, what the fuss is about. Yeah. <laughs> so back to the back to this drone flight plan thing. Uh huh. So last spring, I'm in the hop yard doing doing my spring pruning, and my neighboring property there they have it for sale. So the realtor, I assume, had this drone flying around getting the the movies. And all of a sudden, this thing comes right over the hop yard, and I see that eyeball turn and look at me. It's just hovering right over and me and, and looking it. at me. Well, I all of a sudden, I could sympathize <laughs> with these people that take a shotgun and blow these things out of the air. <laughs> and and then, I, then my middle finger was twitching, and but I, I put it down, and I just waved, and then the thing turned and went away. I figure, like, times like that, it's like either you go double, like, middle fingers or double thumbs up and, like, just give a big grin. <laughs> yeah. I decided to be the nice neighbor. Yeah. Was it last year? Mike Rowe? Someone was, like, 
flying it and looking at him while he's in his bedroom and he ran outside and grabbed a shotgun and shot it down. I don't know, man. Like, I would Jeez. just start giving it the ham, you know? Like, Mooner real good. And- <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, suspect- a suspected rhino poacher met a gruesome end when he was trampled to death by an elephant before being eaten by a pride of lions. The unnamed man was in a group of several poachers stalking endangered uh, rhinos in South Africa's Kruger National Park when they were ambushed by a furious pachyderm on Tuesday evening. The man's family alerted Don English, the Skukuza Regional Ranger. After surviving poachers uh, told them what happened, um, but a search for the man's remains had to be called off because of failing light, and they didn't really care. Um, that, does it say that? No. <laughs> so the poacher's friends and his family came to the ranger. Yep. And then they're like, hey. yeah, no, an angry elephant killed him, and then he was eaten by lions. So and we, you're we all under been, arrest. Right. We the, know he's been in there poaching. The the only things that were discovered of the man were his head, um, trousers, and a shoe. They, they didn't want the head? I think they left it there as a warning. They like to, like, sometimes uh, lions like to pop, like, cats like to pop the heads off. They don't necessarily always want to eat the head. They're very crunchy. Heads? Yeah. Have you been around a dog eating a chimp, chipmunk? I was trying to figure <laughs> out how you knew heads were crunchy. No, because uh, I was house-sitting, and the dog it's, it's had Gordon. a fucking chipmunk, and it was yeah. still alive for a split second. I could see the chipmunk's eye look at me like that, pleading help. I just know I that... Like, I just oh, know that house cats like to bite those heads off of rodents. Little bunny frou-frou. And b- rabbits. They like to bite the heads off rabbits. <laughs> so then, uh, <laughs> no sympathy for the poacher because no. he was trampled to death by an elephant and then eaten it's, by lions. It is very funny, though, that he was killed by animals that he actually was not actively poaching at the time. How did the elephant miss his head, though? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe actually, maybe the elephant accidentally like decapitated him, just swung him so hard, just head went off. That seems reasonable. I'm just like I'm picturing all these other poachers like going to the rangers and being like, "Yeah, so our friend is dead. He was killed by an elephant and some lions." <laughs> and uh, and they're like, "Well, what were you doing in the nature preserve?" Well, we were poaching, out poaching. Or maybe the elephants have found poaching. out how to arm themselves and like it grabbed a machete <laughs> and it's like trunk and just swung it. <laughs> No. Probably, probably, nope. That, you, you don't think the elephants can do that? No. It would probably be a tree well, trunk, if anything. I mean, those elephants in Lord of the Rings. Well, the only thing, I know on about, only thing I know about what elephants can do with the trunk is from cartoons. So, I mean. Prehensile. Yeah. They can also fly with their ears. I figured that. I figured they made that one up. I don't think that was true. Are you sure? Those racist crows told me it was true. Oh, those racist crows, man, I tell you. But they had a fun song. <laughs> The Dutch state broadcaster NOS has reported a Royal Netherlands Air Force F-18 Fighting Falcon uh, aircraft literally ran into its own rounds during an exercise over uh, Vleeland, according to the Dutch Broadcast Foundation. The incident occurred uh, during an exercise at the Leeuwarden Air Base. Uh, uh, Two F-16 fighter jets took off and opened fire on targets at the test site. The pilot of one of the F-16 jets uh, had flown into his own stream of cannon rounds and later suffered considerable damage. At least one fired round caused damage to the exterior of the aircraft. Parts of the the munition also ended up in the engine. Nobody was hurt during the incident. The pilot followed emergency procedures and was able to land the fire jet safely at the airbase. What the hell? So he shot himself in the air. That's pretty impressive. Is that still friendly fire? Yeah. Yes. (laughs) 
I mean, maybe, yeah. I mean, depends on how much you like yourself. <laughs> so, like, that's not even, like, the only, like, jet thing I've heard about. Like, as I heard about a recent, I think it was, like, it was either another F-16 or F-14 in another country where uh, they uh, were doing a, a, a fly, somebody was, like, doing a fly along and just, like, it jettisoned them. It did the, the uh, emergency, uh, like, seat, like, launched while they were still in there. Whoa. So, like, they burst through the canopy. Everybody was injured. The pilot had to land the plane, like with like gla- bleeding from his hands from the shards of the canopy, and like they ended up grounding every one of those jets in the country until they figured out what was going on. Oh, so they'll ground those jets, but not the ones that fall out of the air for no reason and kill hundreds of people. Hey, America got around to that eventually. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't high priority. There is that. There is that. Uh, the Zimbabwe government has come under fire after it emerged that it had spent thousands of dollars on importing legal wigs from the UK for local judges, with critics lambasting the purchase as a colonial hang-up and a waste of money. The Zimbabwe Independent newspaper reported that the country's du- Judiciary Service Commission placed an order for 64 horsehair wigs from Stanley Lay Legal Outfitters in London at a cost of £1,800, or about... $2,400 per wig, Whoa. totaling um, £118,000, or about $155,000. Wigs from the outfitter ranged in price from £457, uh, or 600 bucks for a standard barrister's wig, to twenty or to $3,200 for a judge's ceremonial wig. There's different types of wigs? I know. I wish we had Justin here to explain the ramifications of different legal wigs. I wonder if he would know. <laughs> if you wear if you wear the wrong wig to the court, do, can the court can you're the, in contempt? The case, can the case get thrown out of court? I think so. I'm pretty sure that's that's real. Yeah, sounds right. And if you show up in a judge's wig, you're immediately the judge. So my problem with this is uh, <laughs> so this is this is in Zimbabwe, right? Yes. So they were throwing the, the issue was like they were buying all these wigs from out of country, which I get it. But the problem is like maybe you know don't or don't set your whole judging system on wearing wigs, just like you know the country that you're like don't want to be well, so buying wigs from. People people keep saying that, but the creator of the wigs <laughs> says. Um, and where is it? Oh, in law, uniform is important. You look up to your judges and barristers. What is wrong with tradition? Says the maker of the wigs. Well, I mean, once I get $2,400 worth of what's wrong with it. Traditionally, these wigs cost, you know, $2,400. bucks. it was already hard enough to take those people seriously. It was hard enough to take these people uh, those wigs seriously. Now that I know they're made out of horsehair, I have somehow less respect. How do you have less respect? What what kind of hair did you think they were made out of? I did not want to know. Do you have more respect for a judge wearing a wig or Bloody Hands Jones who landed the plane? I have last story. Actually, I like Bloody Hands Jones. That's that's pretty badass. But what if it is two judges wearing a wig in a trench coat? Oh, wait, and one is sitting on the, on the other, other one's, one's shoulder. Are they so both wearing like wigs? Really <laughs> Are they both wearing wigs? <laughs> yes. They try right, to get into fine. a movie. But one looks like a murder. couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they could fly somebody over here and go to those Halloween pop-up stores and buy all their wigs. But they wouldn't be official. Less than $2,400. <laughs> what do you think those wigs are made out of? Yeah, not horsehair. 
Uh, probably some sort of poly. I don't, actually, I'd be fine if it was like llama hair or something like that. I'd probably be fine with that. Like, like that's better than how, horse hair. How is how is llama hair more like? I like llamas more than I like horses. Carlos likes luxury. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like the llama hair ones would be just be too warm. You'd be sweating in Zimbabwe. You know, maybe. But you know, that's if that's the price for justice, you should pay that. And that's the final word from, from Justice is not only blind, it's sweaty. <laughs> and should probably use a little more deodorant. Oh, man. <laughs> a woman learned the hard way that bears enjoy eating their gummy equivalent. The woman said her vehicle was severely damaged by a hungry bear who managed to find a bag of gummy bears in her car. Every door, every wire, almost every inch inside the Subaru Forester was destroyed. He must have got, just got in, got up and around, and got in the back seat and left a little surprise in the back seat, uh, Kate Siegel said. What kind of support? He oh, poop. Gummy. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how big it was. Probably like a huge turd. A bear? <laughs> just a bear turd. It could have been worse. It could have been the sugarless uh, gummy bears. And that would have been everywhere. Off. Just oh, a man. coating. <laughs> Disgusting. All right. Uh, she was headed to work Thursday morning when she walked outside her home to find both her car and garage door were open. There was a garage opener in the car. He swiped that and must have stepped on and opened the garage door. <laughs> but luckily our trash had just been taken out. I assume he's not too big because he's able to get around the car and maneuver in it. Uh, it made its way through her neighborhood, leaving trash in a few yards and then into her car to find a sweet treat. Gummy bears, his own kind, I guess, Siegel said. Cannibal. She said the candy was in a sealed bag, part of a gift, gift basket left over from an event the night before. Living in the mountains, she said... Uh, they are always cautious about locking up trash and try to do the same with their doors. When this isn't, she uh, let her guard down. Wait, how did he get in the car? Broke the window. Oh. Hmm. He just like took his elbow and just smashed it like a... He's like, I know there's gummy bears in there. I'm going to get this. And I've seen action movies. I know you break these windows open. Well, haven't you seen the like videos of polar bears where they're like smashing the ice to get after seals? I imagine it's something like that. I'm guessing it's this is like a little instinct. black bear. <laughs> Like, mm-hmm. I'm thinking this is a black bear or like a like because a grizzly would be too big to like maneuver in the forest or they're not that big. Unless it, well, yeah. So you're saying like maybe another Unless hundred years of evolution. Maybe these bears can start just stealing cars then like they can Have break you, the window no. and start stealing cars. <laughs> they use their claw to like turn the ignition on. We're like, nope. one, we're like one stage of evolution away from Yogi Bear. <laughs> like that could be a, a sequel to Gone in sixty seconds. Well, no, when they start wearing. Hats. I'd watch that, but only if Nick Cage was still like in charge of the crew, but the rest of the crew was all bears. <laughs> He's one of those circus. They can't bear talk. Teamers. They're just bears wearing hats. So that's that's <laughs> all. But they, the but they bob their head to Lowrider like everybody else does. <laughs> 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 a fun remake. Somebody at least replaces every actor except Nicolas Cage with a bear in that movie with CG. Yep. Uh, um, no. So, have you seen the videos on YouTube of bears opening up like the bear-proof canisters? Nah. That it like so these bears have gotten so good at this. Like they have to keep uh, engine every year. They have to engineer new ways to open the canisters because bears will figure it out. They also figured out if you just drop it off something high, everything opens. Nice. So they're just, I mean, like, what, what would you put in a bear-proof canister? Uh, that's where you put your, like, if you're backpacking, it's where you put your food and stuff, and then you hang it from a tree. But the bears have figured out how to get it out of the tree and then open up the canister. Those bastards. I know. It's no longer bear-proof. It's bear-resistant, I guess. <laughs> it makes it a little bit harder for them to find the food. And it's supposed to, like, seal in the aroma as well. But it does work against raccoons. Raccoons are apparently are not as smart as bears. Yeah, or Little slightly trash smaller. Pandas. Yeah. 
Oh, I they feel like raccoons should be able to roll it off something high. Like, that doesn't take much strength. You just roll it. They have to roll it a long way sometimes. And sometimes there's not a place, like, there's not, like, a giant cliff for them to roll off and drop on the rocks. Yeah, but a bear <laughs> could fit most of those things in their mouth and then carry it to where they need. Where a raccoon well, it depends on how to, big the bear is. Significantly larger than raccoons. Well, yeah. I don't know, man. Charles was a big raccoon. Trash panda. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, this brings us to our discussion topic for the evening. The question is, if you had a Star Trek fabricator, so basically you have a thing, you hit a button, and you get whatever you want, what oh. would you use it for? Besides, like, the, the basics, like food, money, whatever, like what, like, what creative use could you figure out with your Star Trek fabricator? Well, could you trust it for food? Like, you're ta- asking a computer to print you off, hey, I want some nachos, and it prints off, like, it's like a, th- a 3D prints off some, like, uh, nachos for you. Are they going to be good nachos, though? They're going to be... Fabricated nachos with zero effort. Yeah, but are they going to be good? Like, I, I don't know. Like, do you, have to, <laughs> do you have to be really specific? Do you have to be? I want nachos from like from like and start naming a restaurant, dude. Yeah, they have to be, if like, you really can. Specific. Yes, please. Like a uh, T uh, Earl James hot or whatever he says. Earl Grey. Earl Grey. I thought Earl you were James. a Star Trek fan. I like. It. I just haven't watched it for a while. Earl James. <laughs> it could. It could have been. It could be a type of tea. You don't know. Do you know T Casey? Because Earl James is a type of tea. It is not. No. You, no. Is this the hill you're no. gonna die on tonight? <laughs> not tonight. <no. laughs> All right. So, what's your actual answer besides getting mad about nacho flavors? I. You just can't trust the taste of a computer. A machine doesn't know how stuff tastes. Uh, I don't know. Like, but the be- programmers who are calibrating the machine should know. Like, I feel like if they, well, I mean, no, I don't know. I know the first thing I'd print off, though. It would be a new phone. <laughs> uh, if you guys want to see that? Carlos break his phone live, look at the uh, VOD of <laughs> The Legends of Lothos. Yeah, like, Wait, this, this, really? this, last, uh, this last Monday, <laughs> I, uh, I had a, t- a book on the table. I pulled the book out the table. My phone fell. Landed screen flat on the screen on top of some uh, drops on the, and just shattered my uh, the front of my screen. That happened to me one time. I f- fumbled it into the bathtub and it landed literally f- screen face down in the bathtub and it was just donezo. Was the bathtub empty or were you taking a bubble bath? You know I was taking a bubble bath. Just well, kidding. That was empty. <laughs> <laughs> I too like luxury, Casey. Uh, luxury is luxurious. <laughs> But just think how like convenient it would be to just like start putting off like electronics for yourself. Like you know, I know I have this phone. You know, why not have two phones, three phones? I can understand why in Star Trek: Next Generation, like they had iPads, but they had like they would like have stacks of iPods and iPads on their desks of like, because why not? Well, what are you gonna do with like fifteen iPads? You look busy. How do you look busy? You have a stack of iPads. <laughs> it looks like you have all these different. Because like back then, because like when they were doing the show, like because back then in the future, <laughs> <laughs> back then in the future, exactly. Uh, like uh, I don't know, they figured like you know you just like have like this like iPad of like just this one doc like set of documents. Like why would you have like one iPad that does everything? That doesn't so make sense. I mean, but Carlos, if you just have a bunch of stacks of paper and books on your desk, that doesn't make you look busy. That makes you look disorganized. He's not, not if wrong. you stack it or you stack it organized. <laughs> like, like straight stack. Again, doesn't make you look busy. <clears throat> Looks like you, you look you look pretty busy.
You don't suck it too high. I don't I think, think you've high. ever been busy. I've been busy before. <laughs> I've also been disorganized, With though. What? They should probably. I should probably make it be clear, though. I've been very disorganized. Like, I've never not been disorganized. So you're just going to print iPads to pretend to work? Not no. I'm just saying, like, I could. Wait, like, wait. I could. I could just print off electronic goods, like yeah. Well, iPads. you would. You wouldn't need to. You could just print the the shell. Of why it. would I? Download? You're not even going to use it. Hey, I need like like. Why would I download a book on like a Kindle when I'd be like, hey, uh, computer, print me off an iPad with that book on. Now I have two iPads. That just seems go. wasteful. It's very wasteful. Also, what are you going to do with all of these iPads? Welcome to the world of Star Trek, where everything's really wasteful. No, but what are you going to do with all of these iPads? Probably start disposing them and print off new ones. Disposing of them? Dumping them off the airlock. Weirdo. Just into space? There's just going to be like... Debris <laughs> clouds. Debris clouds of Carlos's iPads everywhere. Well, if I drop one, like I'm going to need a spare one anyways. Instead of countermeasures for to block missiles coming from enemies, they'll just start shooting Carlos's iPad. Yeah, off. like a missile gets launched, you don't drop... You don't like uh, launch any... Uh, Chafe, you just like launch all the iPods that I had like in an airlock. You're ridiculous. You are. You're Carlos. <laughs> so, Brian, what would you use it for? Please have it better ah. than I stack of iPads. <laughs> all right. So, first thing would be to print off nachos just from, to see. from all different places, eat them in front of Carlos just to fuck with him. Uh, there, there are some exceptions here. I believe that. Italian nachos and Irish nachos. What? And, and whoa, whoa, whoa. Any, any, any nacho that is not corn chips and some sort of like queso and meat is not a fucking nacho. So, you're just you're just putting starchy things in a pile and calling it nachos. That's not goddamn no, nachos. No, nachos are nachos. No, wait. Man. In Star Trek, we can all he has agree to, on Picard that. Picard has to order his tea, Earl Grey James. Hot. No, god damn it! <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, like he has to order. Like, do you have to order the queso hot? Is that you have to specify these things? I want cold. Uh, I feel like I feel we, like you why should. Are we? I want chili guac. <laughs> I want hot queso. Why are we getting stuck on nachos? <laughs> well, and then I mean, you brought it up first, Casey. He did. You did. Well, it was I mean, you. For, I, 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 as an example of things that we shouldn't talk about. Why would you know? Like, I, I would print a lot of food just to see. I mean, if it were bad, then you know. Even, even, as far as the nachos are concerned, like I said, even if they are bad, I'm going to pretend they're good just to mess with Carlos. Well, also, like I'm going to print food because cooking. Like I really like to cook, but if I have a machine that'll do it for me, I'm going to do that. That's true. And never have to go to the grocery store again. Yes, please. <laughs> oh man, don't. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna be started. How right. heavily medicated do you think the Star Trek world is? Like, if like they just print off medicine and drugs. Well, they they kind of touched on that a bit in Orville a couple weeks ago when um, they just started printing off cigarettes for the first time in like a hundred or like because they they had found like a a time capsule from 2019 and like one of the things in there was a pack of smokes. And, like, the Mocklins had never seen cigarettes. And they're like, well, let's print some well, and try they got, them. They got the advantage. They can print off a new set of lungs, too. Uh, well, that, that's true. Like, they were able to cure, cure the nicotine addiction with just a shot. So <laughs> why that? not smoke? <laughs> wow, way to tie up the plot of a story. Like, just, <laughs> you get a shot and problem solved. I actually like that. <laughs> anyway, Brian, I'm sorry. What? No. I didn't let you finish. Oh, I 
I don't think I had anything else. Besides food and nachos to just, shove in my face. Some, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Computer, print off cyanide capsules and put it in his nachos. It may be a, pr- a 3D print a monster truck. I don't know. <laughs> or not 3D printed. I'd replicate a monster truck <laughs> and then head to the dunes. I don't know. Right, I got nothing. Yeah, do that. Piece by piece. <laughs> John, what would you use a replicator for? I would probably replicate the replicator, take it home, and then whatever the heck I wanted, I'd make it. All right. Ask the genie for more wishes. (laughs) (laughs) You only get three replicators. Well, so what would you do with your at-home replicator? Well, just... Just whatever, whatever, decide, whatever, whatever comes to my up. mind at the moment, you know, <laughs> maybe nachos. <laughs> Not just everybody wants replicator nachos. Yeah. <laughs> I just want nachos. Either that or some iPads, you know. Yeah. Just Start piling them up. <laughs> mm. Eric, what about you? What would you replicate? Oh, boy. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Gordon? Uh, food for sure, because I absolutely hate cooking. It's a waste of time, but I like to eat. <laughs> it's a conundrum, but more importantly, car parts. So I just had to buy a. Oh yeah, you should tell your epic saga of car misery. Uh, uh, off air, I will. Oh, you don't want to? No. Uh oh. <laughs> um, but no, I, I have to replace the spark plugs, the wire pack, and starter on my car, and lining the bill up at O'Reilly's or wherever the hell I just went. It's like, son of a bitch, really? First, you want what? Are they printed in in gold? Maybe. It's bullshit. Maybe replicate a new car while you're at it. Yeah, right. Well, yeah. Replicate a new car. Yeah. Yeah, Why why the parts? You need a pretty big... You got a monster truck. It's not even... Well... (laughs) I really went for it. Maybe what you got... I don't think monster trucks are getting 35 miles of a gallon. Maybe replicate gas. So... So maybe like the replicator can't like make a, like a big truck because it'd be like a, a, a car could be too big. So you start having the replicator slowly make replicate me a slightly bigger replicator and just do like keep doing that until you have a big enough replicator for a monster truck or, or a just car. replicate the parts to the monster but truck. What kind of monster it. truck do you think you're gonna get? Do you think you're gonna get a good one? Do you think you're gonna get Bigfoot? I, I you could definitely get a, just a fleet of Bigfoots. I would want Gravedigger for the no, record. but so it'll be like off brand. Uh, grave digger, so it'll be like brave jigger. Brave like, <laughs> yeah, if you have to, yeah, do you have to download the plans for all these up online? So you have to go for the open source grave digger, <laughs> the open source nachos. Damn it! <laughs> yeah, the, the Chinese family. knockoff brand iPads. <laughs> What may contain lead on each one. All right, so Carlos, what are the rules with Star Trek replicators? Can they um, can they print sentient beings? They say no, except when they do. What? So there's precedent. I'm, I'm not. I don't think they've ever printed things off that were alive because they've been pretty clear. Like I think like that they're not supposed to print things off alive. But I'm also sure there's been exceptions. Because isn't it, is it like one of those kill me situations or? I don't think so. But like, <laughs> well, like they have issues. Like they have weird issues all the time with technology. Like well. on the holodeck, they've had a hologram walk off the holodeck and be just fine. So there's precedent the, where for sentience. For sentience, when it's there's not supposed to be sentience. I'm going to print an army of Nicholas Cages, dude. That's awesome. I am going to make a fortune of showing my army of Nicholas Cages to people, 
and then making them make movies. And I can remake all of the Nicolas Cage movies, but with Nicolas Cage in every role. <laughs> did did we talk... <laughs> Did we talk yet on air about Nicolas Cage having a whirlwind bender of a weekend getting married and then trying to get an annulment and no. now he can't? That's what's hot right now what? in Nicolas Cage's world. Yeah, he, so wait, he, what happened? he went on a bender, got married, and then tried to file for like an annulment, but he was like one day late. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Too big of a bender. Yeah. <laughs> that was gone in 60 seconds. Well, he bought, a, what was it, a Tyrannosaurus Rex skull. And he had to give it back because it, it, it was stolen. stolen. So like that, all that money was gone. He did not get yeah. money back. Yeah. At he, least he gave it back. He owns a mausoleum in Florida. Yeah. I he owns a castle somewhere. He owns a castle. Well, or owned he a castle. Did. He did. Own he had castle. to give it back because he ran out of money for buying castles. Yeah. Maybe that's what I would Do you really want to give the real Nicolas Cage more competition with more Nicolas Cages out there? Yes. I think that would be awesome. <laughs> no, so like I would a, watch you could watch you could watch a cage match. So <laughs> one of the thing, like one of the things is that like uh in Star Trek it was like uh like you're not supposed to be able to print off li- like living matter. How would that do so would that mean that you, if you printed a beer off of the uh a replicator like you, so like none of those bugs are going to be there at all. Yeah, every beer would be perfect. Your job would be so easy. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't give anybody else the technology. I mean, <laughs> you couldn't, like, print, if you want to, like, do some brewing on your hand, like, by, like, a scratch, you couldn't print yeast off, though, at all, because that that'd be dead. But we we just printed off an army of Nicolas Cages, so we've thrown that out the window. If, yeah, if you, ignore, yeah, if you pr- are able to print off an army of Nicolas Cages, then you can probably get away with some yeast cells. <laughs> You get a yeast culture, like you don't nope, have. You to. only get one yeast cell. You have to propagate the whole colony, <laughs> just well, like the Nicholas Cage. Were- <laughs> <laughs> colony of cages. We could do we could do all those mashups of of like Nicholas Cage, like Jimmy Cage or Nicholas Six. You, you've seen my oh yep yep. You've seen my new lock screen God on damn my, it on my iPad. <laughs> Just, just Did the, you uh, share that? And were you the anthrax master of puppets, raining, <laughs> raining blood? Yes. Fuck. How do you like my shit posting? I <laughs> so much stress. <laughs> I've been to some of the weirdest places on the internet, and that's what I bring you. <laughs> so, would having like replicators like that like make the world better, or would it like just ruin the world? Decidedly ruin the ruin. World. It would t- well, I mean, but it would it would create a post scarcity society, which would be interesting. But isn't that what caused like the major like destruction of all the governments before like Starfleet became a thing in Star Trek? It was never very clear. Like there was some sort of like apocalypse that happened. Oh no! And then, with super soldiers and everything. Like, yeah, they had, like shit went down, <laughs> and you don't see that in any episodes. Nope, nope. And then it's everything's fine. You know, so probably what's going to happen is we're going to have Nicolas Cage super soldiers. Well, I was going to say, like, oh, would would everything be worse? Read Nicolas Cage Army. I mean, well, yes, I mean, worse. But think how, worse. Much, <laughs> think how much more lead would be in the water once I start putting off, like, thousands of Chinese knockoff iPads <laughs> that are full of lead and just start discarding them because I don't only need well, one thing. And people are going to be like, they're not going to think that you're busy. They're going to know that you're working on a knockoff Chinese iPad and that you're not working very hard because it's a piece of shit. I will give them a replicator and they can just... <laughs> Go fuck themselves then. <laughs> with the replicator. That's rude, Carlos. <laughs> they should not do that. Actually, 
Well, I feel like we've jumped the shark at some point yep. here. <laughs> well, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get out of here. Guys, thank you for tuning in this week. If you'd like to support us, head over to patreon.com slash studios. Uh, and become a patron today, or if you can do any Amazon shopping, head over to blindnessstudios.com, click on the Amazon link above our homepage. Your Amazon shopping is normal, and yeah, just do that. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, show ideas, what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnessstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnessstudios, or follow us on Twitter at blind ninja. And I'll see you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs>